You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. We got a cool show today. Of course, we're always talking uh, technology and uh, the digital world. We're going to be uh, chatting with uh, Rebecca Bolwit uh, about the Facebook whistleblower. You might have seen this in the news. Uh, this uh, woman is testifying before, is it a Senate committee? I think so, yeah. One of the committees uh, down in the U.S. Uh, about how Facebook knows that uh, a lot of the data and uh, processes they're using actually hurt children. I wonder how many of those senators or congressmen, congresspeople, actually know what Facebook is. <laughs> well, I think they know what Facebook is, but I don't think they fully understand like, Cause the whenever, intricacies of how it works. Whenever anybody from a big company goes before one of these committees, they invariably start asking like, the head of Google about how to fix their grandma's iPhone. I know, it's ridiculous. It's just fun watching that part, It me, is, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, on the program today, we're also going to be talking with the cricket people as well. Not the bug people, but cricket. This is a, uh, I'm going to describe this poorly, John, but it's a, uh, it's a machine that makers, creators can use to make everything from greeting cards to bags to, to even mugs, like personalized ones. It's like a printer, but with a cutter in it. Yeah. And you can do so many different things. I, I'm a big fan, as you'll hear on the segment. But uh, yeah. I like this. They got a mug maker. So you put in a blank mug and you can create a design on it. Yeah. And you're a big mug person. so I love mugs. Yeah. And now I can make my own like big mic yes. on it. It's like a dream come true. And leave them all around the studio. Like yeah, as I do. <laughs> well, John, uh, we've also got a great contest going on. It's the, uh, the MasterCard contest click to pay with mastercard giveaway we're giving away a thousand dollars in mastercard gift cards click to pay is a cool new way to shop online it's uh rolling out and you basically input uh, your cards your debit cards into this and uh, from that point forward when you're shopping online on the major e-commerce sites uh you know the marks work warehouse canadian tires the list goes on and on you don't have to fill out the payment information anymore it'll just know it's you and you don't even have to do a password you just basically make your purchase Click the click to pay button and no password. It just does everything. It's magic. And so as you're listening to this, I know a lot of listeners are going, no way. That's, you know, all sorts of security issues there. It's not. It's even more secure than what you're used to. Anyway, if you want to find out more, go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. And if you stick around to the end of the show, we're going to give you away some secret information on how to get extra ballots to win that $1,000 in gift cards. So, John, let's get to some of the, uh, the tech news now. Uh, another hack happening with Twitch. And so Twitch is a video game streaming service where people go and they stream the games that they're playing. And literally thousands, if not millions of people watch them play some of these games. And they can make money doing that. And they can make a lot of money doing that. And Amazon bought them a few years ago for close to a billion dollars. And at the time, I'm like, why is Amazon buying a video game streaming service? I get it now. Like Amazon is all about internet hosting. They've got Amazon Web Services and they've got Amazon Prime Video. And this is just another medium to watch entertainment. Well, and they have Amazon Prime Gaming. So if you have Amazon Prime, you actually get free games. Anyway, there's been a breach. Yes. They've been hacked and everything from... Twitch users' private information to their payment information to even the source code for Twitch is basically out there. Yeah, and one of the big things that there's a lot of like, I guess, celebrities in Twitch that have very high followings. And oh, the, no. These, yeah. are, these are gamers that um, are just really good at their game. 
literally, and they have thousands. Or you know, we've had some people on the show before. Do you remember Jerry Barnacles? Yes, he gets like a thousand viewers every time he goes on. Yeah, and he's made a, he can make a living doing this. Yeah, it's but, insane. So one of the things that was leaked was how much all these people get paid. Oh my god! Right. Yeah, that's like super secret. That's like Trump's taxes. <laughs> The Panama Papers. <laughs> That's right. The Twitch Papers. Anyway, we'll be following that story. Uh, another hack, which is interesting, uh, a, a Navy Facebook account was hacked to stream Age of Empires, one of my favorite games. John, this game, how old is this game? Like 10, 15 years old? 20. 20 years old. Anyway, they've updated it over the years. Basically, you, you have your own civilization. You can pick like the Vikings or uh, the Aztecs, and then you just got to build up from like the feudal age up to the modern age. And... It's one of my favorite games. But anyway, uh, a Facebook account has been hacked and they're streaming Age of Empires. How does that work? <laughs> well, it's the official Facebook page for its dis- destroyer class warship, the USS Kid with two Ds. Someone hacked the page and basically has just been posting live streams of them playing Age of Empires. Is it you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sophisticated enough to hack a Navy Facebook page, but uh, if I could, that would be fun. Well, if it's I could just, stream my gameplay, yeah. Yeah, apparently the first stream went on for four hours before it was shut down. That is hilarious. The Navy has Facebook pages for their different destroyers. That's Well, think about that, How though. secure is that? No, but it probably gives an opportunity for the family of the people that are on that ship to stay in contact, see what's going on. Yeah, because it couldn't leak out information there. No. Yeah, we're down, uh, going through the Panama Canal with all our cruise missiles. Uh, what could go wrong? Yeah. You can't tell me the Russians aren't on that Facebook page. I think I think streaming Age of Empires is the the least of their problems. Yeah. Anyway, it was kind of a, an interesting. Uh, interesting I thought it was thing. funny because of you. Because I know you like playing that game. Uh, this is interesting. Wise. This is a company that you love. They make these little uh, security cams that are like stupid cheap. How much are they? About twenty five bucks. Yeah, and they're amazing. Yeah. They're, they're like little webcams that you can literally put anywhere in your house. And they, they have a whole line of other stuff too. They've got robot vacuums. They've got smart watches. And now they have a new $15 US smart scale that has a mode for luggage, pets, so and 15, babies. A $15 smart scale. Yeah. I mean, think about it. A, a scale is not that hard, right? No. It's a sensor and maybe a display. So sorry, it's got a baby mode? Yeah. So you How can, does that work? Well, you put your baby on it and you can tell how much the baby weighs. Well, what if the baby can't sit up? You just lay the baby on it? Well, you probably put it in like a bassinet or something. Okay. Then, then you then you subtract the weight of the bassinet from yeah. the total. That's great for luggage, though. Yeah. Every time I'm going on a trip, like, I know. I'm not going to say who in my family packs <laughs> way too much. <laughs> but we're, we're always over limit. Every time. Yeah. Every time. So this would be great if I had the smart scale for that. And apparently it's even capable of tracking 11 different health metrics as well. What? Beyond just your weight. Like what? <laughs> you weigh too much, you're going to eat less? Um, I think I would be So it, basically, it's body fat percentage, okay. your weight, of course, yeah. uh, your lean body mass, your BMI, your muscle weight, visceral fat, basal metabolic rate, bone mass, metabolic age. John, this is, this is getting depressing. I know, I know. Protein and even your body water percentage. Which I, I don't to need to spend $15 to get more depressed. <laughs> or maybe it'll keep me alive. I don't know. So that's from Wise, and that's uh, W-Y-Z-E. we got to get one of those in. I think so, yeah. What else we got in the news here, John? TransLink uh, here in Vancouver, uh, they're going to be offering 
This is awesome. Free Wi-Fi on buses and SkyTrain. Full rollout by 2026. Yeah, it's already out in, in some places too. That is great. That's that's a pretty huge thing for people. Yeah. Because some yeah. of those bus trips are long. <laughs> well, yeah. As they extend the SkyTrain, it's getting longer and longer. That's the thing I think a lot of people have trouble, if they've never been to Vancouver, understanding how big of a place this actually is and how spread out it is. And like you said, taking the SkyTrain from one end to the other can take like an hour. We're going to have to take a break. Don't forget to enter our contest. Uh, the Click to Pay with MasterCard contest, giving away $1,000 in MasterCard gift cards. Go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. Coming up, crickets, a great way to make your own greeting cards, mugs, and so much more. You are back with the program, Mike and John here. I'm excited about this next segment, John, because uh, we're getting some of these units in. You've actually used this stuff for many, many, many years now. It's a company called Cricket. Yes. And this is for makers, creators, artists, anyone who wants to make some fun things from T-shirts to cups to greeting cards. I mean, it's really unlimited the things you can do with these machines and they've got a full line. And to help us understand uh, what they're all about, we've got a great guest on the line. Her name is Pilvi Carmen from Cricket. Thank you for joining us, Pilvi. Thanks so much. I'm really happy to be here. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I had a chance to uh, go to uh, one of your events that you had on and you know, I'm just kind of blown away with the stuff that you can do with these machines. And maybe we'll just start it, you know, from the beginning. What are these machines? <laughs> like, you know, just for the list, I know there's a lot of listeners that probably use these. Um, you know, you've probably seen the hand, you know, the homemade greeting cards that look like amazing. Um, tell the, the listeners that haven't used a Cricut, like what it's all about. Absolutely. Actually, it's kind of hard to describe to some extent. The technology is a three-part ecosystem. We do have smart cutting machines. So they cut materials or they draw things with pens, um, but they're all driven by a software platform. And then we also sell the consumables and accessories that actually get loaded into the machines. Uh, but really, our mission is to help people lead creative lives. So to define what creativity is, make it, it becomes very hard to define how that creativity is actually expressed. Well, they, they kind of look like printers, yeah. but they're not, right? Uh, so uh, you can run all, what kind of materials can you put in there? Obviously paper and, and you know, thinner cardboard, but what other types of materials? Uh, yeah, so uh, you can put anything from a chiffon fabric uh, to all the way through to a thick 2.4 millimeter balsa wood in our top of the range machine. Uh, but typically people are using vinyl uh, either to do decals on walls or backsplashes or, you know, plates or, you know, you, you name it, any surface or heat transfer vinyl, which is otherwise known as iron on. And those are our two most popular segments of materials that people cut in the cutting machines. And as you mentioned, there's of course paper. So people are making cards, they're making, you know, paper projects, all, all sorts of things. How complicated are they to use? Like, obviously the machine is one thing, uh, but you gotta you gotta actually make you gotta have a design or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, how hard is that to design stuff? Look, it's as hard as you make it. I guess I would answer. Um, we have a software platform which I mentioned, which is called Cricut Design Space, and it's a free platform. Anybody can jump on and start creating. We also, on that platform, we actually offer ready-to-make projects. So if you want to just jump in and make something that you, you see the look of and you love, you can simply click on that and it will actually tell you all the things you need, how hard it is to make and the steps to actually make it. 
But if you're totally creative and you want to create something from scratch, you can just jump on the canvas and it's really intuitive software. So if you've used Word and Excel and PowerPoint and those sorts of basic programs, then surely you can use Design Space. The, the thing I really like about them is that there's so many different sizes of machines you have now. Like it's a really diverse set of options now that really kind of come in at all different price points too. So you can get in at very low cost now, whereas when I first got in about 10 years ago, the machines were a bit more expensive. The consumables were harder to find, but now you can get them in lots of places. Why, why did you buy one? I wanted to make my own stickers and I got it as a vinyl cutter because it was very simple to create my own designs. I could literally find a, an image on the internet and literally drop it into design space, add my own fonts from my computer and then create a custom sticker. So, but I mean, so you created your own, but like you were saying, uh uh, design you, space. Yeah, there's templates that people can just follow, right? Absolutely. There are hundreds of thousands of projects that are available um, that either have been created by Cricut, uh, have been added by the community. So it's a shareable platform as well, and the community can add their own created projects. Um, we have over 200,000 images that are free, free in design space as well. So you can just select, search for kind of like, an image. Like and, clip art and, kind and of stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly like that. The thing I, I found, once you start using it, you start off with the pre-made templates. They have a subscription service as well where you can actually get new seasonal ideas and, and sort of really cool projects that you can try and learn how the machine works. But then once you start doing it, like, well, I can just customize that and make it for my kid or make it for the birthday party or the the invitations for a wedding or whatever you need to do. I made all of my Christmas cards last year on a Cricut Joy, and they were the best Christmas cards that you can't buy in a store. That's correct. We have this amazing system that you buy a card map, you buy the insert cards, you pick a design in design space, and within two minutes, you have a gorgeous custom card just for the occasion. Uh, yeah, I think the amazing thing about this technology is that it's very advanced technology, but we've can you know sort of made it exceptionally user friendly so the idea is you never get um you know kind of directly exposed to all the technology that's going under the surface so so these are cutting machines they're cutting cardboard or paper or or vinyl or like you said even balsa wood do you put like different kind of what do you knives blades (laughs) blades in there yeah and how long do those blades last absolutely we do offer um on the top of the machine, we have a top of the range machine. We have an adaptive tool system, and you can actually interchange about 13 different tools on that one. On our entry-level product, which is the Cricut Joy, which you mentioned, it's just accepting one blade at the moment, and that's a fine point blade. Uh, that blade, it's hard to determine how long it will last. I can tell you that I do a lot of shows, and I've used one machine for about a year, and that blade is still going strong. Okay, you're not so going really through these weekly. On usage. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, and how much how much do these machines start at? So the Cricut Joy uh, MSRP in Canada is 249. Oh, okay. And then we have the Explore 3 which uh, was recently upgraded from the previous model um, and launched in July and that is sitting at 399. And then our top of the range model, which is Maker Three, is sitting at five forty nine MSRP Canadian. And so, as you go up, it, it, does it increase the size of stuff you can put in and the amount of tools or blades you can put in? Is that 
Exactly right. Yeah. So it increases the flexibility in terms of materials. It um, increases what you can do with the machine and also in increases the cutting power itself. So our Maker 3 has 10 times the cutting power of uh, the Explorer, for instance. The other thing that I really like about the new newer machines is that they're all Bluetooth built in and you can literally just use an iPad with this. You don't even need a computer. Yeah. Because they have an app. Okay. So So you, any device you can pretty much you can even, use. Even, I've even done with my phone. So you talked about pens as well. So cutting, I can get that. You can cut the cards and all these neat designs, but how did the pens come into play? So with Cricut Joy, it's just one slot and you would interchange the blade or the pen and you can draw uh, if you're like me and you have crappy handwriting then drawing a personal message in a card is outstanding with Cricut Joy or even you know drawing templates we have a lot of educators who use our machines and they love to actually you know create outlines and you know kids can draw in you know the within the lines or you know they're drawing special words uh, and then if you go to the top of the uh, the two top range uh, machines explore 3 and maker 3 we actually have two slots so the a slot is for uh, a pen or a marker and uh, the b slot is for you know whatever tool you're using typically a cutting cutting tool we're talking with Pillavi Carmen. She is with a company called Cricket. Uh, they make these kind of cool machines that you can create just about anything, like a printer that has the capability to have pens and blades to, to cut your own design. I'm, I'm just going to get you to hold on the line, Pillavi, because I want to talk a little bit more about uh, a cool little mug maker that you have uh, as well uh, when we come back from the break. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the program. Mike and John here. We're creative today. We're talking about uh, some cool tools to make some really amazing projects, like everything from greeting cards to T-shirts to plates to bags. I mean, the list goes on and on. We've got Pilvi Carmen on the line. She is with Cricut Canada. They make uh, these cutting machines slash kind of... Creativity machines. Creativity machines. Yeah. Mug makers and, and what have you. Uh so we talked about some of the machines uh, that you have. Uh, one of the things that you can do with them is make T-shirts. Yeah. And so it, it, you're not like printing a photo, right? It has to be kind of like more of a design. Well, I'll let, I'll let Piv- Pilvi explain because, <laughs> I mean, I think you can do lots of different things depending on how creative yeah. you are. Yeah. How, how does that work if you want to make a T-shirt? If you want to make a t-shirt, there's two main ways to make it. One is the traditional, um, what, what you would call iron-on. So you would load the vinyl, which is heat transfer vinyl or iron-on into the machine. So you're picking, you're picking one color, right? A vinyl, like a blue. You or... can layer. You can layer different colors. Okay. Or you, it, you, know, you would start with one color if you're a beginner like me. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you use one of our wonderful heat press products. So we offer heat presses that are digitally temperature controlled. We have an easy press heat guide, which actually allows you to select exactly what time and temperature you need in order to make the best fusion between the vinyl and the, whichever material you're using. So these so are like nice. these are like special irons made special for irons getting the vinyl right. onto the t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And they're unlike an iron which has a coil and so there's actually uneven heat dis- distribution and it doesn't allow you to set a digital temperature. We actually created these um, amazing heat presses a number of years ago now um, that allow you to really get the best result. And we will guarantee our iron-on for over 50 washes. That's pretty cool. And these these kind of special presses, they 
They look like square presses, right? I mean, and you have different sizes of these as well. Kind of like a waffle maker. Yeah, <laughs> like a waffle maker. Like so, a red and white waffle maker, exactly. Okay, so something I found, I, I actually got to try one of these um, things. I made my own bag. Yeah, tote uh, bag. Yeah, and a, I think a pillowcase. A pillowcase. Yeah, a Christmas one. So you've got the vinyl. You can do vinyl, which I think we've all seen at the t-shirt shops and stuff. But you also have something called infusible ink, which makes your design like on a you know canvas bag or uh you know a pillowcase look pro like it's ink basically just infusing right into the fabric how does that work that's right and that's the second method if you wanted to make an amazing t-shirt so we so cricket actually patented a technique that we took from commercial printing so sublimation printing is the commercial process we turned it as you mentioned to infusible ink and that is like uh an incredible process you can take, uh, we've infused ink into pa- pieces of paper, basically, and you can cut out whatever design you want um, into these pieces of paper. And then using the heat press, you can actually press them into designs. What happens, unlike iron-on, which leaves a ridged effect, and you can actually feel the iron-on sitting on top of the material, the infusible ink actually infuses right into the fibers. And it will never, ever come off. It will never fade. It's permanently set. So we offer the blanks that offer the best results. So we've matched T-shirt blanks or cushion cover blanks. We even have now a mug press, which allows you to press infusible ink into a ceramic mug. Okay, the that, outcome is just like a store-bought mug. It's a really incredible. That thing is cool. So it, Well, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, so you you can buy like white blank mugs, and how how would big would you describe that thing? But like probably two to three times the size of the mug. Yeah, I yeah. mean it, it looks like a little toaster. Yes, it's a mug toaster. Yeah. So you basically create your design onto the special paper that has the infusible ink, and they've got all sorts of different patterns and colors uh, that you can you can have. It's pretty amazing stuff. Well, and we even, I got to try with Pilvi, we tried something new. We actually just had a printed design. Yeah. I colored it in my hand and then we made that into a mug and it turned out amazing. Yeah. So you put, you've got to then tape that piece of paper that you've got the design on, you know, around the mug and then you stick it in this mug toaster. You can patent that, by the way, or trademark that, by the way. Uh, Mug toaster. Yeah, and uh, it it heats it up, and it just infuses that design right into that white mug. It is amazing. Yeah. It's, like, magical. Like, I'm glad I don't have young kids anymore, because if I got one of those, I'd be broke. (laughs) They'd be making, like, hundreds of mugs a month. But, uh, like, how much does that thing go for? So, the mug press is MSRP Canadian 279 um, and so, so affordable. And the infusible ink transfer sheets, we saw a two-pack that fits that mug pretty well uh, for nine ninety five Canadian. Uh, so really amazing. You can make uh, two mugs, uh, you know, pretty effectively uh, as opposed to a store-bought one where you just have to search and search for the right design. Yeah, so like for, for my, I think I did the calculations, it's like under 10 bucks a yeah. mug, which is pretty good. I mean, what a great thing for families, right? Like for making gifts, mm-hmm. you know, for grandma or mom or dad uh, but also even businesses as well like if you want to put your company logo and stuff on some mugs well it's also you get the satisfaction of having something that's been handmade as opposed to made in a factory yeah that's very cool it was uh actually this weekend i went to a friend's 14th uh daughter's birthday and she's into beach volleyball it was a beach volleyball party and i made a beach volleyball mug and a beach volleyball t-shirt using infusible ink and also iron on it was just brilliant she loved it 
I, I think you were telling me the story when uh, we met uh, last week, uh, how your daughter loves that mug maker and she's got like literally, you know, dozens of mugs with her name on it. Her name. She has obviously decided that her identity is, you know, this is the moment where she's exploring her identity. So she's got, I think she's on her fourth mug now. With, oh, that's hilarious. With her name on it. Your, cup, your cupboard's going to be full of uh, your daughter's uh, name on these <laughs> mugs. Where can people find out more information about Cricket? Look, I would point them to our website, cricket.com. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, you can go right there or just jump onto Cricket Design Space, which is a free space. You can see all the projects, lots of inspiration on there. We also have a blog, uh, which is um, inspiration, uh, Cricket Inspiration, and you'll see lots of stories from different makers from all over the world. And it's cricket, C-R-I-C-U-T dot com. Not the insect spelling. Correct. No. Well, Pilvi, I, I want to thank you for joining us again. Thank you so much. I've really appreciated uh, having uh, the opportunity to talk about cricket with you. Anytime. That was Pilvi Carmen from Crickets. When we come back from the break, more tech to talk. Stay tuned. You're back with the program. Facebook in the news again. They're always in the news for doing something. It seems like it was a particularly bad week. Yes. Facebook. From uh outages to being called up in front of the U.S. government for hearings. Uh, They've got a whistleblower saying that Facebook is a bad actor. To help us understand what is happening in that world, we've got a great uh, social media expert. Her name is Rebecca Bolwitz, Miss 604. If you've uh, ever followed her Twitter account, it is fantastic. I encourage you to do so. Rebecca, thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Maybe give our listeners just kind of a Reader's Digest version of what this whistleblower is saying uh, to, is it a congressional hearing or a Senate hearing? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, to a Senate hearing. Um, kind of stuff we already knew already, but she's got the receipts. So Frances <laughs> Hagen, um, experienced in uh, all of Silicon Valley, has worked for many companies from Pinterest all around, and now she was with Facebook until uh, this spring. And basically, yeah, stuff that we kind of already knew already is that Facebook promotes things like content like content that makes you angry (laughs) because that gets a reaction so very divisive content it promotes that it puts that in front of more eyeballs and just the dangers of that and their kind of algorithm and how it works and uh yeah she's got when she left facebook she took documentation with her and that is what she is presenting now just the dangers of what uh the content facebook is allowing to be displayed and promote that they're promoting specifically the dangers of that so let's understand what she was. She was apparently a product manager there, and she's uh, what's called a data scientist, correct? Yeah, she was a product manager who was on the civic integrity uh, issues team at the company. So really looking into uh, some what the issues were, how we can fix them, what should we, we should be doing, and obviously that wasn't happening, and that's why she left. It's frustrating to me, Rebecca, because, you know, one of the things, you know, that was brought up is how toxic some of these social media sites like Instagram are on young users, especially teenage girls. I had a teen, well, I have a daughter. She's, uh, you know, not a teenager anymore, but, you know, it was hell for her during her teenage years, you know, through some of these, uh, these sites like Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, Hagen actually has the data, the specific data and percentages of uh, tying Instagram content directly to something like 13.7% of young girls wanting to commit suicide based on what they've seen 
on Instagram and just this really dangerous um, type of content that's being promoted and the culture there and what they've been putting in front of eyeballs. Also, a recommendation that Instagram content maybe shouldn't be for 13-year-olds. It should be for 16 to 18. And so she had all of these um, recommendations and this data and this feedback and nothing was being, being done with it. It's hard, Rebecca, like this is something that I've known for years. And, you know, I'm torn because in some aspects, I think social media and and places like Facebook have made the world tighter and more connected and closer. But there's just so many other aspects where it's gone wrong. And, you know, is it Facebook's fault? You know, if there was another social media company that wasn't Facebook that kind of did the same path, would they have run into the same problems, do you think? I think it's just Facebook size as well. There's so many networks. There's Facebook itself, there's Instagram, and then there's WhatsApp, which is uh, kind of a chat texting uh, app that you can use. I think there's negative stuff all over the internet, but it's the algorithms of these networks. It's what they choose based on what you've liked, what you've seen, what you're posting. It's what they choose to put in front of you on your timeline. They'll feed you more of what you're interacting with. So if you like a post and you uh, get in an argument with someone on a very divisive post about something, it's going to show you more of that. So it's going to keep you being angry, <laughs> keep you coming back. And they and they know on. that. Yeah. And they know that, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. So, oh, well, yeah. So, okay. So they're being hauled up in front of the Senate hearing but like what can be done like who who's going to decide what's an angry post do you know what i mean like (laughs) i think it starts with harmful content yeah um you know conspiracy theories um anti-health uh theories uh the january 6th uh insurrection as well it promoted that type of content for for facebook users who were looking for that type of content it put it in front of them so they could see it and join it and join community groups with it and that's something that should have been stopped but who 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 polices that do you know what i mean like there's no regulations like who's going to decide that that's harmful content facebook that's that's the hearing um deciding how much what's the difference between free speech and harmful speech what's the difference between uh, everybody having access to all this information all at the t- all of the time and um what is really harmful and what what should not be promoted and what should not be part of the algorithm it's interesting uh we've been friends on facebook for a long time and i remember when facebook and and all their other social media places were more like a like a garden that you would sort of curate yourself. You know, you pick and choose the things you like and you can basically have this feed that you're in, at least you felt like you were in control of. And now with the algorithms getting so good and really understanding every nuance of everything you interact with, and then it can just basically like torpedo your garden very quickly with all this awful stuff because it knows it's going to get a rise out of you. It's going to get some kind of reaction. It's going to get you interacting with the platform more, which means more ads and all that stuff, which is what they're trying to do. And it's really frustrating because, you know, we think we're in control, but we're really not. Yeah, I've I've been using the mute button a lot lately (laughs) for content. So I've just been actually trying to be in control of my news feed. Um, and the same goes with advertising too. I just saw a post this morning about a, a man post on Twitter and he said, I visited my mom for a week. I wasn't on social media. When I got back and I was on Facebook, I saw ads for her toothpaste. <laughs> and I never typed in or Googled anything about her type brand of toothpaste, but suddenly that brand of toothpaste was showing up in my ads. So it's just, it's everything is is served up to you lately uh, these days on the internet with with browser history with cookies with your social media uh social media history it's 
yeah, it's kind of everywhere. But yeah, it's no longer that lovely curated garden, I guess. My bonsai tree is gone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the answer here is, guys, because this keeps happening. They keep getting called up in front of the Senate hearing. They've been fine Please. before even. Yes, but there's no right. But so, okay, let's say they start regulating it, okay? And they have to decide who decides the harmful, uh, harmful content, Facebook or is it the government? And so then you get into a situation like we complain bitterly about, for example, China censoring all their social media avenues. But that same thing, if the government puts regulation in, the government's going to start deciding what's harmful. Do you know what I mean? And so look at the insurrection. So depending on what government gets in, if the Democrats get in, yeah, that's harmful information. But if Trump got back in again, he would like, no, that's... (laughs) That's our party planning. That's our party planning. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a slippery slope, isn't it, Rebecca? Yeah, absolutely. It's... I. I don't know who's going to be the judge of that. Uh, if it's the Senate hearing, if it's other governments, if it's, yeah, it, it I don't have an answer for that either. <laughs> Al Gore. <laughs> Let's put Al Gore in charge of that. Uh, Rebecca, I mean, this is such a big topic. We're going to have to have you on again because I, I would love to go down this rabbit hole further because it is an important topic, I think, for mankind. We're going to have to take a break, though, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the secret way to get more entries into our Click to Pay with MasterCard contest, so stay tuned. You're back with Get Connected, Mike and John here. Don't forget to listen to our sister show, The App Show. happens every Sunday on the Chorus Radio Network, Saturday nights uh, here in Toronto, and it's a great program uh, this weekend. And we're going to be talking uh, about Android 12. So if you've got an Android phone, there's a new version of Android coming out. And it's, it's major. So you're going to have to tune in for that. And also, if you're using Apple Pay, there's been a major security breach with it, especially with people that have uh, the Visa in their Apple wallet. So if you want to know what that is and what you need to do, tune into the, the app show. John? We've uh, been teasing the, the contest uh, the entire show. We're doing a click-to-pay with MasterCard contest, giving away $1,000 in MasterCard gift cards. If you want to enter, just go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, and there's a link right on the front page that will give you all the instructions on what to do. But there's a way to get extra entries. Yes. We talked about a secret code. The secret code's actually not on the radio today. The secret code is in our newsletter. Ooh. So you need to open our newsletter, and in there, there'll be a code that you need to enter into the system, which if you're subscribed to our newsletter, you're probably already entered into the system, Yeah. but you need to read the newsletter, and we will have a special word in there that'll give you additional entry, additional extra entries for this contest. And it's cool. Like I said, we're giving away $1,000 in MasterCard gift cards for the Click to Pay with MasterCard uh, giveaway. And this is a great new way to do online shopping, because once you sign up for it, and input your cards. And again, safe, safer than (laughs) the rest of the uh, different types of uh, payment uh, e-commerce systems out there. You don't have to enter your password anymore when you go shopping. It's like magical and it's safer. Again, click to pay with MasterCard contest. Go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. I want to thank all the folks that helped put the show together, including John Beeler, my co-host, and Christina Stoyanova. We'll see you again next time.